Okay. We're fucking live. There you go. We're live. Hello, everyone. It's Thursday. You know what that means. No, you don't. This is a show we've never done before. It's called Unprepared Pop. We have a lot to talk about as a family, so I called a meeting. Um, some are absent from this meeting. Some were never booked for this meeting. Much is going on. Uh, Oracle, the sun appears to be peering through on you here. Is it a wonderful day on this first day? It's uh, it's uh, very pretty here in uh, yeah. Glenn Jacobs town of Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> um, Fair. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I figured I'd... Uh, I'd I figured I'd open the blinds and 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 yeah. let the sun come in. You know, being a vampire's not yeah, you know not true. not really very inviting for the people who are going to come after me and fight me. So, uh, you know, I, yeah. I figured I you figured you know at least you can get some sunshine while we're brawling in my living room. Fair, Jay Shell, how are you on this uh, on this quiet Thursday evening? I know you're a big Impact fan, so I'm really looking forward to that. How are you today? I'm fine. I was googling TJP still. Um, and I found something, so I will DM it to you. A real thing? Apparently, yeah. And when I say real, I'm not doing like the bootlicker thing of, you know, investigate. I'm just saying like an actual, okay. Right, well, anyway, <laughs> the reason TJP has come up is because my bit tonight was going to be, folks, okay, I had a really tremendous plan. And what I was going to do was I was going to lure my friends into this scenario. And then we were going to talk shop for about 30 minutes. And I was going to say, hey, guys, I have some wrestling for us to watch. Live wrestling. Pull up YouTube and type in MLW. And then, like, Oracle was going to, like, slam his desk. And Jay Shell was going to put a middle fingers on. And he was like, it's a Bud Matt match. And they would have gone, okay. And then they would have started against TJP. The only problem with that is because of the time change the situation, I'm pretty sure it's on a different – like, it's on in 90 minutes. And I don't see us being here in 90 minutes to do this bit. Do and I've you know? It why it's different because daylight savings yeah shoot got very he lectured us about this on tuesday he got very aggressive so there's a lot going to do the late night grin tomorrow too i think i agreed to that you can i mean it's very late but if you want to do it there's an open seat at the table okay i'll do like two hours we're only doing two because we're gonna we want to end when we usually do yeah so like i mean think about it like there's no way we're going later than three yeah so like it could be like 90 minutes and start at 130. I mean, because I mean, think about it. Because like there could be a game that could go into like double overtime. And yeah. then Rampage doesn't start to like. If I'm awake, I'll do it. We'll see what happens. If we consider just not watching Rampage. It's something to consider. Yes. <laughs> You're like this. Okay. So shoot said. He said that his wife asked him, why don't we just like watch Rampage while doing the show? And she was like, I fall bad. And then I realized I want the sound. And I said, why? You don't get any entrance music. But I was so proud. I said, I fucking, I pumped my fist. I was like, get fucked. Take that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the best way to handle it, but it looks like Jay Shell may be there. It is very late. So you get what you get, I suppose. No problem. We have a lot to talk about. Okay. Want to start with the big story of the day. Mm. Jay Shell, you you sent the tweet today that was startling. <laughs> you claimed that you was doing a presentation regarding this platform that we are currently on, and I like I got both excited and nervous all at once because like, what does that look like? How do you do that? What explain? What does this mean? Yeah, so it was what 
Tuesday. At my school, we have to do these things called exhibitions, and you're basically supposed to present all the work you've done for your semester. And I don't know if you guys know this, but most days I'm at home. I'm talking to the chat. I know Joe knows this. I was literally home today because I fucking felt like it. But a lot of the, <laughs> the stuff I stay home for is to do wrestling stuff. So I presented on that. Um, so I talked about my stuff with Essie Scoops, my wrestling with whiteness stuff. And then I talked about the late night grin. And I showed the Jeff dance by Bob. Um, <laughs> I showed some Skip Bailey's clips, but I called her <laughs> Skip Bailey's. <laughs> <laughs> I called him Skip Bay shit at school because I thought it was funnier. <laughs> I showed the Tasha clip of me screaming and the one of me crying. Wow! And then I showed the Bianca clip. Um, and I played a little bit of a free agent show. How did you like describe this? Like, did you, was you like the world famous or, or did you say, did you like sort of frame it as an outlaw mud show? How, how no, did you go about it? I said that this place is where I have a lot of my fun. Sometimes wrestling yeah. stuff isn't fun, but I have fun at the late night grin. Yeah, we get very good reviews, Oracle, didn't we? A lot of people had fun last night with our show, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. I, I also wait till I go to Nashville and people are like, hey, man, you ready to fight? Power and elbow, bro. What? <laughs> So last night, this is okay. I want to go back to the presentation level. I need to do this now. So last night, I was I hadn't got my stuff set up yet, but Bob was there, so I put Bob on and started playing clips to keep him entertained. And then Oracle came in, says, "Okay, I've put Oracle, and they can talk." Clips to keep him entertained. That's well, yeah, you know, so bad. He's like a little kid, you know. <laughs> so I just let them talk, and I was doing something, and then I came on, and the first thing Oracle, you can confirm this, right? The first thing you said to me was, "Did you hear what I just said?" I was like, no. And you said, well, we'll leave it as a surprise. And I was like, well, that means, I mean, this is going to be a disaster. Like, this Oracle is 100% going to have hated this show. Even then, I did not expect you to go 4.5 out of 10, which popped me more than you'll ever know. And, like, the show took this sort of, it had this fascinating dynamic in which it appeared that from about 10 minutes on, Oracle was just having a fight with the audience while Bob and I, like, talked to ourselves. <laughs> and I was, like, trying to kind of police it a little bit. I'm going to watch oh. it. Oh, my God. And then, at the end, I go, Oracle final comments, and Oracle legitimately says, these cowards in the chat, they should come and see me and see how it's, so what did you say? See what it's like. See, <laughs> see what it's like. Make friends and fight them. <laughs> And you said you hand your keys over to them in, in, in the face of danger. You know what's funny, though? When I did that, I turned babyface when I did that. You did, because they popped. <laughs> Oracle, man. I need you to fight like Serena Deeb, please, for five minutes or under. Thank you. Oh, okay. That could have meant a lot of things. I imagined Oracle like grabbing a single leg and like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was incredible. It really. I mean, I saw... You know, I, I pop huge when we do like a negative dynamite review and I watch our patronage change. The the worst one ever, Oracle, you did not top my Adam Cole burial. We we got blitzed that next day, bro. I was looking at it, this person deleted that, but I was like, Jesus, man. Just because of the Bay Bay man. Imagine if are I you saying that or are you for real? We lost three patrons today. We lost about seven the day that Adam Cole got buried. Holy fuck. It's, but here's the thing is that is better. Than me saying to Oracle, hey man, pretend you like dynamite. Very true. Because, and this is not me doing a bit, I don't know where you're at on this show, I'm intrigued, but 
a handful of my friends on the timeline that watched on delay thought dynamite sucked and so i didn't i rewatched it today and i didn't think it sucked but oracle on that show represented that belief that that viewpoint that the show wasn't very good and i just think that's to, to me that's part of what this is you know to be too one note if bob and i just go it's fun yeah anyway you know <laughs> that's just me i don't know that I was rules. too distracted to watch and pay attention to the trios match. I probably should go watch it, but I don't really care enough. Yeah. Um, Jeff Hardy was cool. Matt Hardy was there. Um, I popped the most for Isaiah doing the dance out of the whole match. Yeah. That was that. Um, Scorpio shouldn't be champion for too long. And if he is, I want him to have actually good matches. Um, I say three months max, then you give the belt to Swerve. I fucking loved Swerve and Ricky Starks. Yeah, I thought of you. I did think of you. Yeah. You know what I said when I, I was heating up my fish and chips while I was <laughs> while this was happening, and I turned my computer to the microwave, and I see Swerve walk up, and I go, "Fucking, fucking, fucking." <laughs> Oh my god. You did god. that deal where you like exploded the mic. That's tremendous. <laughs> it was so much. I it turned my day right around. And then He's... everything else was fine until Thunder Rosa. I just like Thunder Rosa. I'm happy people hate Britt Baker with me now, so I feel good about that. Have you seen this clip? Have you ever, we ever used this on a show? You're on about fish and chips. Have you said have you heard the fish and chips clip on here yet? Here we go. Yeah. So the song Fish and Chips tells the story of my life as a young man growing up in England. Fucking <laughs> Why would you name a song Fish and Chips? I don't understand that. Alright, I got a couple of questions, Shell. Okay. One. So, do you do like in-person school or like both so my school is a um real world learning based school so my real world learning work is funny enough this so i get credit for doing this Um, my god why are we paying her for this shit oracle what the fuck (laughs) lord we need to talk bob about this sorry carry on joshua (laughs) oh my god um but also i'm a senior so my school is super lenient I'll just say, hey, I have to do this thing. Like when revolution was happening, I was like, hey, I'm not coming to school. I'm prepping for a pay-per-view. And they were like, okay. God bless. Quickly here, sidestep, because JJ asked the question, a good one. Everyone saw the clip, right, of the, uh, you know, the famous entrance, ready, you know, the ready or not entrance he made, Fuji's. Oracle, speak a little bit about Scott Hall and ECW, because I don't know a lot about that either. It's a good question by JJ. Go ahead. So he came in in November of 2000 and he made uh, a few appearances uh, on the house show loop Mm. and he was actually promoted for, I want to say it was either massacre on 34th street in December of 2000 pay-per-view or even maybe even it might've been guilty as charged. But Heyman pulled the ad down with 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 Hall involved because obviously oh Scott was not doing well at the time. So uh, I mean, he just he he just made a few uh, a few a few shots. Yeah, yeah, basically. How was his matches? Uh, not great. 
Um, it happens, right? I mean, his. I mean, the pop was great though when he came out the first. That was his first appearance, I think. Yes. One that, <laughs> one that played. How many Scott Hall matches have you seen, Joe Shell? Two. Which ones? Ladder match. Yeah. Which and one? For the first one, at WrestleMania. Yes. And then a WCW shit. Which one? <laughs> the Hogan turn? I don't remember. All I know is well, there was a WCW banner and I was falling asleep. This is a really, this is a, a bad thing. Oracle and I, we struggle with this a lot, you know? Like, I'll send Oracle a message to like friend and we're like, man, how do we fix this WCW situation, you know? We're like the only two on the platform right now, brother. We're, we're outnumbered. We... We just, I mean, granted, most of the shows have bad wrestling. That's why it rules, you know? Yeah, it's it's a shame. WCW is my ideal uh, scenario of what a wrestling, major wrestling promotion is supposed to be. God, that rules. I love you for that. Um, Agreed. Coastland. Um, I mean, warts and all, even. Yeah, because you pop for that. You pop for the kind of... <laughs> You pop for the gutter wrestling, right? Like, like shitty yeah. sort of, like guys that don't really care. like. It pops you. I'm with you. Everyone trying is kind of slime. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> Big Bubba Rogers and Jim Duggan having like a terrible ten minute tape. He's the one that goes home. He, he yeah. is. Yeah, they have this. Sure. They have a very extended. <laughs> that match is so bad. <laughs> Some of their TV matches are not bad, actually. Some of their I was good at Chad TV. Should matches. be proud of me for knowing that. Factual. Thank you. Ooh, I just hit my mic. You probably heard that. Everyone's just kicking the shit out of their mics. I don't know what's going on. Um, Body slam. Do you remember when Bob, like on the Golden Grinnies, just like just sounded like he was beating the fuck out of his microphone? Like we would refer to him, he'd just be like, just, just slapping the. I think he pissed him off, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One day he's he's like six foot six. He's probably gonna beat the shit out of us. We better be careful. Could you imagine if, like, we all meet up at a show and try to take a group picture and Bob just beats the shit out of us? <laughs> just just fires up like Vladimir Klitschko, just fucking lines us up, right hands, left hooks. Good, he's a big guy, man. Yeah. Big guy. Yeah. Jason, do you think you could beat up Bob in a fight? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I could do, like, a sleeper, though. I feel like I'd be good at that. I'll just jump on his back. You know, like, when they do Imagine Rey Mysterio Bob. versus <laughs> versus Big Show and Rey Mysterio jumps on his yes. back and gets back? Yes. We'll go with that. When I was uh, uh, speaking of Hardy Boys, when I was a backyard wrestler um, <laughs> back in the early 2000s. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> one of the spots we used to do that always hurt because we, because like we, we wanted to like make like announce tables or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'd always like try to go through it. So we had like this, you know, like one of those like really strong, like old, like back wooden bed frames. Oh my God. Like we used that and we had paint buckets, like full paint buckets that were used as the legs of the table. The legs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we would go through it. But see, the thing is, you know, I was only like 100 pounds or whatever. So like, you know, I'd get like sloppily chokeslammed into it, and like it would just like I would just like bounce off of it, and it would just slide, and like the paint cans would just fall over. Should we like add a disclaimer? Like, whenever you're on the show, we lead with like you making a statement that all of your comments should be taken with the full awareness that you once did this. <laughs> um, that would rule, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> and we also 
so we had the ring. So it was in my buddy's garage. Uh, me and my brother Dustin, our friend DJ, several other kids in the neighborhood, and uh, we would get like uh, you know like uh, there would be forcible entry. Mm-hmm. Like this was like this was like two thousand one or two thousand two when that came out, and like my brother Dustin would come out to RVD's theme and do like the. And like he would, and like one of his, one of his, one of his main moves was a rolling thunder. And like, and let me tell you, dude, that, <laughs> I mean, that rolling thunder hurt. Yeah. Another spot that Dustin would do is, is he would, he would, uh, he would do the whisper in the wind, but we, we, we were all afraid to catch him. So the spot would be that we would just put some like dirty laundry so we could land on it. And he would like miss the whisper in the wind. And like, it was literally dirty laundry on concrete. Jeff like, missed it a lot, to be fair, too. <laughs> Even when he picked up. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, yeah. One time I got I got a sit-out, I got a liger, like a top rope sit-out powerbomb liger bomb off yeah. of a wash machine through a Christmas, through, uh, uh, through a box wrapped in Christmas lights. My that God. Hurt. Hang on, that was it a liger bomb or a powerbomb? Let's be clear here. It was a sit-out powerbomb, so I okay. guess it was kind of like a liger bomb. You know, I mean, like it was, it was pretty dangerous stuff. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, carry on a conversation here. You're fine. Share my, share my, uh, oh, there was one time where we, where, where we decided to play, where we decided to have an 80 minute match one time. So we said, all right, we, the match starts when (laughs) forcible entry begins. And we didn't end the match until like 80 minutes later when, when, when the CD ended. So like, Oh my god! We were like after like the first ten minutes, we were just like hitting spots because DJ was like six foot three, and he was like thirteen or fourteen. He was like six three, like two hundred and twenty pounds, oh. and he would just like hit us with chokes as a powerbomb. Like I would just get hit with something, and like I would just like sell for like ten oh. minutes, and then get there back up, and then like take another He's spot. The root of the oracle, right there, brother. <laughs> I hate you, miss Jason. What's your like cap on wrestling match length? Do you have like a length where it's like enough? Or you just, it depends how good it is. Because that's where I'm probably am. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I think it depends how good it is. I think 40 minutes is the most for my attention span. I can't really sit really? through a full 60 minutes and grasp all of it. And even 40 minutes, I'll probably have to go back and rewatch and all that stuff. What, like like a match that's that long? Yeah. yeah. Where are you at on, on this topic? Because this topic, I think, Oracle, is it's become a little bit like black and white for me where people at one point got so bored of epics they just dismissed anything of length and it's like it can be done sparingly you know it can be i prefer like if if you watch like um say the 80s gauntlets in new japan mm-hmm. um like the the new japan 84 gauntlets like it's like 85 minutes long um but it's incredible it's like the best match ever Gauntlet's like, different though, right? Like that's because that's a different. Yeah, I mean, it's it's different because it's it's, but it's it's not really like it's a tag gauntlet, so it's like right. it's it's hard to describe. Like there's there's actual teams, but they come in mm-hmm. and one guy beat if one bit, you know, it's like yeah. basically till they run through everybody. I mean, it's uh, I mean, Bach and Bach and Hennig had a great sixty minute draw. Yeah. There's some um, great 60-minute draws, right? I mean, yeah. I think we saw one a couple months ago. Jojo, did you like the Hangman-Danielson match? Winner is coming one? Or was it too long for you? Too long. Yeah, I did see a lot of that. Oh, I love that match, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I should mean, like it. It was just too long for me. My ADHD gets really bad, especially, like, 
at the beginning, like when like they don't say that they're gonna go the full sixty, yeah. like they just start it. I'm like, okay, I I start strong, and then I just go. <laughs> if I had a territory, and I would pencil my, I would look for most main events to be in that twenty to twenty five range, and then once twice a year you go you extend. You know, I think you can do a lot in a twenty minute main event. I think that's kind of a lost art. Yeah, uh, the best part about the Bach Hennig. 60-minute draw. Well, not the best part, but the but the most amusing part is uh, at, like like during the pre-match stuff. Rod Trongard, uh, terrible commentator, um, totally gives away the fact that they're going the full sixty. Just totally spoils it right then and there. But like they yeah. just sort of like no sell it, you know? Like everybody else. That's like, okay. problem, man. Like, and Rod Trongard's like they're going the full sixteen minutes. Yeah. That happens now. Like the winter is coming. Team kind of did that, didn't they? Like yeah. remember when they started talking about how long it was going and the the stamina and like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's a difficult thing. Um, how many sixty minute draws do you think you've seen, Jay Shell? So Danielson Hangman's probably the obviously the latest one. Did you see the one that um, Garcia did? No. Fair. I don't support Garcia anymore. Oh. Oh, we're at that point, huh? <laughs> yeah, Jazz Hands is a no-no for me. Oh, I got so excited. I'm not there. You'll get there. It's fine. It'll be okay. I will not. I will not. I'm with yeah. Ricky. I'm fine. He doesn't it's even fine. like me. So true. <laughs> true. But you know, you get what you get, I suppose. The I wonder who that was because of Joe. Well, <laughs> you know. This might get very clear. To I, 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 can, I can imagine. Dude, you, you know what we should do? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, should, we, should, we, should, we should go through all my favorites when I was a kid. Yeah. And I realized that like 80% of them are all problematic. And just yeah. look at Jay Shaw's reactions when I'm like, well, this is well, one of my favorites. There was a moment recently where <laughs> we were doing this Greg Gagne bit on the here and like shoot found his Twitter and we were like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, it's tough. It's difficult. I I do understand. I mean, um, it doesn't, you know, but it's 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 just funny. Like my favorites are like Jericho Taker, the Dudleys. Yeah. Um Well Devon's pretty good, right? Yeah, Devon's okay. J Show is um, Devon has he said anything dumb? I don't think so. I, think I mean, he's probably given Bully Ray some passes he shouldn't have had, but <laughs> really? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You see Bully Ray? <laughs> There's no way. He must surely not. Well, he said that he lets him call him black or African-American and doesn't set any strict guidelines on race conversations. Why did he? Why did Bubba just talk about this unsolicited? <laughs> when Mark Henry was there, he said it. I remember. <laughs> he explained it to Mark. <laughs> he asked him about it. Yeah. I used to listen to Bust It Open. Oh. Bust It Wide Open. That's a shame. They always yeah. have a fucking banner at the shows. Are you seeing that? They always have some poster in the crowd. I used to listen for their guests most times. I I like Tasha. They oh. talked about Charlotte and Bianca once. I was like, oh, they like Bianca. Okay. Yeah. And then I was well, I was done after that. That's one of those shows that does the thing with Charlotte where they go like full. She's the greatest wrestler to ever live. Like, you know, that, that, they do that really weird thing with her. True. It's very embarrassing. I don't know why everyone has to pretend they don't watch the matches. I actually you know? like Charlotte, though. I've said Sorry this before. That. 
Yeah, yeah. It's fun I liking know. her, but like, imagine pretending she's like the best woman's wrestler on the roster. I think she's the third best horsewoman. <laughs> exactly. There's four of them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like her. She barely made it. You're saying Becky's the worst? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This actually, this is interesting. So, do we all agree Sasha's first? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think not only in terms of she's had the best career, the best match catalog, but like, if you were starting a roster tomorrow. God, I love that woman. Did you see she did a playback with Bianca and they talked about their WrestleMania match? I actually I... want to watch that. Yeah, that's pretty cool they did that. I did. It made my day a lot better. Yeah. I almost cried. That's pretty cool. Who would you take second if you had you were building a territory? Second up in the horsewoman. So you've got Sasha's off the board. Who would you go with next? Bailey. Mm-hmm. Problem with Bailey is I think she's the next best performer, but there's like she doesn't quite have the it factor the others have, I feel. Do you know what I'm saying? You mean to she's like, like an elite, mainstream, almost? She's like an elite supporting act. And that's fine. That's more, a lot of those wrestlers are my favorites, but I just don't know if she quite has the like X factor that some of the other women have. I don't know, Eric. What do you think? Who would be next for you on the Horsewomen lineup? Yeah, Bailey, I think. I, I, think, I think it would be Bailey. I mean, if Becky just stopped being like, <laughs> I'd do like thespian acting. It would be yeah. fine. But you know. Yeah. You get what I'm saying about Bailey though, right? Yeah. yeah. I get like, it. She's Can like... I say something about Becky? I feel like yes. you said it before and I agree with it a lot, so I want to echo it. Remember when you said that you didn't see Becky as the star before she became like Becky right. two belts or whatever? Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. I didn't see it then. Good for her. I still don't see it now though. Or was always a little bit and it look I think the Becky baby face before the two belts was a tremendous character but I never quite saw what other people did when they talk about how like underutilized she was now look I was proven wrong in that regard right because when they gave her more she took it and run with it but some there are some wrestlers that just you'll never fully click with what the full appeal is does that make sense she's yeah. one of those for me unfortunately it's, it's just it's not on, it's not a criticism it just is what it is you're gonna miss on some, you know. Britt Baker's a case of that. Like, look, whatever we think of Britt Baker, and like we've all talked, we've all had different shows about it. People love her. God and, like, bless them. None of us really get it, but like clearly people do, right? Like it is what it is. People love my just... fucking timeline do, and I'm well okay. here's a better example. Here's a better example. Oracle and I have no clue why you like Adam Cole, but you do. True. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Well, there's a few things. I like him more than I like his girlfriend. That's a that fact. Is... That is like a real dunk too, because generally that is not the case. <laughs> it mean, takes like, a lot. Is it like? Do you like his big cranium? <laughs> he has like a big head, you know. Yeah, I literally I gave a presentation and we watched um, Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa, and we graded it on a bunch of like different categories, and you have to give it like one out of five stars for the activity I did for the presentation. And I literally told them, I like this match a lot. It was one of my favorite matches this year. But I prefer when they go back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth, like a child. And so Adam Cole does really that very well. Yeah, mm. you like the kind of free-flying action where it's the momentum swinging, whereas Oracle and I, as old fucks, we like settle down some heat, you know? Let's fucking grab I think a that's why I wasn't too mad about the match last yeah. night, too. I think I was better there. That's fine. Because of it. Yeah, it's interesting. It's... um. 
That is still one of the uh, genuinely that was an incredible moment, right? Watching right, Oracle watching me lose my mind about Adam Cole after I told him to take it easy before the show. Do you remember that? Yes. Take it easy, man. It's not getting any trouble tonight, you know. And I'm sitting there an hour later, just being like this. He's he has nothing. There's nothing here, Oracle. <laughs> you were just popping, you're just laughing at me. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, he's over huge. That reaction he got last night. Oh my god. I'm going to dynamite soon. I'm very excited. Wow, what date? April 6th. Hmm. That'll be interesting if you get like a good show. If not, I assume that it's late night grin hate on the behalf of Tony Khan. I'm pretty sure it's like Jay Shell hate. I don't think Tony really likes me, but I don't think he like knows it. You don't like any of us. Who's that? Tony Khan. He's much more aware of all of us than we would be. Genuinely, he's much more aware of all of us than we're comfortable with. Yeah. Well. Dude's in deep, brother. I'm also <laughs> Big Swole's niece. So there's that as yeah. well. God bless. That's hey, fine. did you notice how less people were being mean to Joey Janela than yeah. they were to Big Swole? Yeah. Did you, are you referencing the fact that Swole made... The kind of criticisms that literally none of us can dispute because we haven't worked there and people told her to go fuck herself. You talking about that? <laughs> Interesting, and right? Also, <laughs> did Tony Khan respond to Joey Janela? No, but uh, it was interesting because I don't know. How do I put this? Did Joey actually say no to it, or is this a case of Tony letting him kind of, you know, you can say that. That's fine. Like it seems kind of weird because two months ago he said he was he was looking to get resigned. I just want to know why you wouldn't say anything to him, but you got an issue in Big Swole or something. I believe that internally he has felt that. I just <laughs> think his pride and ego has prevent, prevented him from apologizing. Does that make sense? I think there are certain wrestlers that have had their contract rolled over and extended that. He may not have if that wasn't such a big thing. Are we saying that Big Swole wasn't by saying this? The there was one particular criticism about the lack of dialogue that was very similar. I don't know if you saw this article, but Janela basically said they've just like stopped talking to him. <laughs> he oh. said like he's just out in the cold on it. Like it's, he said the he said the contact is bad. So yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, yeah, I kind I, of I talked about it on here that like him hurting guys. I think it had been a thing. I think that had been a problem. Like, it is what it is. It's not fair because some guys can get away with it. But when you, you know, when you work Hangman on TV before a pay-per-view and he gets fucking busted open, and then you work King on Dark and he gets his orbital, but it's just it's tough, it's tough, right? People start looking the other way. It's difficult. Mm. I don't know. Oracle, are you going to re-sign with AEW? <sighs> Considering my options. Mm. Um. You know, <clears throat> it's tough. What is happening? I don't know. I just think it's funny the idea of Oracle like <laughs> sitting down with Tony Khan to raise role. Now, 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 Tony, do you remember that one time on Death Valley Driver video review when we when we were doing the 2014 March Madness and people were livid that that. That Cesaro beat out Daniel Bryan. 
<laughs> Wait, hang on. This actually adds... Jay Shield, are you, like, are you aware of like TK's past as a forum guy? Yeah. Like, this is... Like, Oracle's shooting right here. <laughs> he's, he's referencing stuff that Tony, unless the way he lives his life has prevented him from doing so, would recall, right, Oracle? It's fascinating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think, like, he wasn't, like... I mean, he was a fairly regular poster... I didn't really interact with him much because he was more of a Death Valley driver guy, and I was more of a, I was more of a uh, progressing only guy. Yes, but um, I mean, I remember like my brother telling me what his what his name was after Tony had you know you know AW started, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I remember that guy, and like, uh, yeah, it's it's weird, it's weird. How, you mentioned Cesaro there. Okay, this is gonna pop you, Joe Shell. So every ten years. On Paris and I need to do a greatest wrestler ever. But I mean, I say every 10 years, but like, it's a thing that's going to be moving forward, right? So they did 2016, 2026 is the next one. 100 greatest wrestlers ever, in their opinion. Each one, you know, they turn in a ballot. And I've read these threads. I talked to you about four, right? Like, it's fucking incredible. Like, people, they tear up all time greats, match resumes. They go, it's extraordinary. I love it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's cruel. How do you think you would do in that process, Jay Show? If I asked you tomorrow to turn in a hundred greatest wrestlers ballot, how does that look? Do you think? A lot different than your guys'. I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. Oh no! What are you saying? What's what's, what's happening? <laughs> Yo, you brought this up. He's brought the grin along. Oh yes, this now. is tremendous. Right it's fine. It'll be okay. Um. Do you think there are any wrestlers that browse late night grin? I think there are wrestlers that type in like the show they worked review. Um, most of them, you know. Speaking really. speaking of wrestlers and stuff like that, like I know that Bully Ray was on uh, a message board like twenty years ago, and like he would like just sit there and just like argue with people, talk to, uh, calling them dumb marks and stuff, and so, and like people figured out it was him. And then, oh my god, yeah. did you see my TNA Mecca <laughs> post on Twitter? Did you see I posted a screenshot from the dude that faked his death on TNA Mecca? No. Jay Shield, do you know what TNA Mecca is? Kind of, So yeah. a wrestling website that, you know, for those of you who don't know, a wrestling website that was for TNA fans that were tired of being picked on on other sites. And the head guy, would he went by the, the name of Big Dog, <laughs> which Raw was in itself. And, like, he faked his death because he was so tired of talking about TNA. <laughs> There's a lesson to be learned in that, Jay Shell. You know, Impact is working house shows. When? <laughs> They're doing a Philadelphia house show. When are we talking about? Like next month? This week. Or next week. Okay. Serious question. We're behind a paywall here. Like, do you think they're doing okay over there at um, Impact? Like, You know what's hilarious is I would pay to go to a show. Like, it's on my mind. Like, I want to go to an Impact show really bad. So, the product itself, I think, is actually pretty good. But, like, they're doing a lot of live shows recently, you know? Yeah. And, you know, Jay Show, I haven't got the best eyesight, but you don't look like there's that many people at these shows. Very you know? true. All right, even... I found it. Oh, no. What is he looking for? <laughs> no, no, he looks so menacing, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's the game we're gonna play. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Jay Shaw are gonna tell me how many matches 
if any okay. at all. One, 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 they're going to say if they've heard of this person. Then two, they're going to tell me if they've seen any of their matches. Okay. Okay. okay before you do this, I want to just say everyone in the chat, that TNA Mecca thing I just said is like actually true. That's a real thing, right? Oracle, you can co-sign. Real thing. Yes. Head guy faked his death. Incredible. Yes. Oracle, proceed. The pro wrestling only greatest wrestler ever. 2016. Final results. 100 to 1. Number 100. Daisuke Ikeda. No. None. So, name... If you show me a picture of him, wouldn't be able to pick him out, which is brutal. Uh, give me some, give me some context here, Oracle. Give me some time frames, just, just roughly. Uh, do you want me to tell you where he worked? Yeah, just you know, broad strokes. Uh, battle arts, footing. Oh, okay, yeah, so that's that's not yeah, right. shoot style. Yeah, we talked about. Um, I've not seen any of that stuff. Have you ever heard of shoot style wrestling, Jay Shell? Bloodsport. Similar. Yeah. So I know so Bloodsport. Shoot style would be like basically formulated in japan and it's essentially the easiest way to describe it is it's basically worked mma fights yeah okay with like some pro wrestling elements sprinkled in mm -hmm. um it's 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 kind of where uh suzuki made his name that's what uh, i small, thought i was gonna mm -hmm. ask it's like imagine the 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 way they kind of work blood sport but the presentation is more sport than like underground fight club does that make sense like because yeah, yeah, blood yeah. sports yeah. you know it's just slightly different but this, this is a good call blood, blood sports a little bit closer to battle arts actually where ikeda worked um there you go joe's probably thinking more of rings or uwfi which is right yes yeah, yeah. Um, which is a little bit more sport oriented um let's see okay number 99 virus i'm just gonna do you thumbs up thumbs down Please tell me that you picked him in the draft, and I'm not imagining this because I'm pretty sure you I did. did. Virus is a great wrestler. Yeah, I've seen a couple matches, so, but I'm not, I'm not well versed. <clears throat> okay. Back in the 90s, Virus was a minis worker, right? Uh, a mini what? Because they, they had. <laughs> okay, so, so, okay, so Virus was. Okay, Virus is a luchador, okay? Yes. And he was in the minis division. Uh, and they still do it, I think, or at least they were doing it back in the 90s and 2000s and 80s or whatever. They would have a tournament or like a feud or a match or whatever where minis would wrestle one another and whoever got to win or, or, or whoever won got to go to the next weight class. My Even God. though they were a mini, they got to wrestle like the bigger, you know, they got to go to the next weight division. So Virus won his, it's a classic match from 97. He won, he won the match and got to wrestle in the actual, like, you know, with, with the actual, like, you know, welterweight or whatever it was. Or Does like, it pop you that, like, Bret Hart brings up the minis on, like, every five pages of his book? He, like, just has to reference about it. Not like the minis, they can work, you know, and he just goes on with his story. <laughs> I have a question. I just tried to Google it, and I can't find an answer. Are Minoru and, uh, what is his name? Hadaiki related? Uh, no. I don't believe so. No, but they just have the same last name? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Had to yeah. ask. It's like Bob O'Neill and the guy that got Bin Laden. Anyway. <laughs> Did you guys listen to the to the rap I requested that everybody from the Late Night Grin listen to? 
I listened to like 20 seconds and was like... That was my favorite thing ever. I couldn't. Can I play yeah. it? I saved Absol- it to my phone. Absolutely not. It makes me genuinely uncomfortable. Like Watching everyone say it is pretty, it's tough. I'm okay, number right 98. Now. This this one will pop Joe. And, and, and if Shoot were here, he'd really pop. Carrie Von Eric. <laughs> is he the only Von Eric that shows up on the list? Uh, I think Carrie might be the only one on here. Yeah. Cause, I mean, like. Just snuck I, in. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it put me that you added. This is, this is genuinely you, funny. Did you see the clip? Uh, of of the of the camera angle where the where the where the where the woman is like sitting by the dude and she's like she doesn't like like the girl doesn't know what to do yes the yes. blonde girl in the background it also popped yeah. me she's like, it also popped me that Jay Shell tweeted like everyone watch this at late night grin realize we're all not watching and then just be like just added us all individually <laughs> just to really hit home that she needed us to watch this thing I was like oh, I couldn't do it. Yes, so I'm assuming you're not too well versed on the on the Von Erichs, J Shell. No, I like that guy though. What about your conversation <laughs> with Shoot and I last night about the cotton bowl? Oh god. I... <laughs> you, you wrote in Texas all caps. <laughs> I had Googled it before she responded. And I saw it was in Texas. J Shell of uh Glenn Goza's great song from the Cotton Bowl. What? Have you ever seen the great Glenn Goza? Some, I don't singing. know what that is. Joe, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but can I remind you that Jay Shaw once told me she didn't know George Foreman was a boy before he made the rules? <laughs> oh, man. I'm, 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 I'm doing it mostly, mostly, mostly to pop Joe. But so Glenn Goza was like this hard to describe, but some sort of like crappy like I don't know. I think I think he must have been like a Texas celebrity or something, singer or something or, yeah. or performer of some kind, entertainer. And at at one of the parade of champion shows, whatever the hell it was, at the Cotton Ball in the mid eighties, he sang in the, the opening ceremonies, he sang a song called R E S S L I N that's wrestling. <laughs> and in fact, in fact, I may have to. Okay, can you play it, please? <laughs> I, I, I can't play it because WWE has the, you yeah. know. They actually do. Are you for real? So, hold on. Why? Let me, let me, let me see. Hold on. Like, I, I don't think they have this on there. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me research it. It depends what the clue. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we watch it as a family? I'll put the link in the chat. Oh yes, the song's called "Heaven Needed a Champion," and it's, and it it's sure a is. tribute to David Von Erich. And mean? let me tell you something: it is, without a doubt. Wait, hold on. I'm so confused. What's happening? Why did he sing this? Well, it was difficult to cope with that many deaths in one family. It was difficult. At some point, you have to. I'm sorry, it was. It was difficult. You know, it was it. I don't know if you know the story of the Von Erich chase. Right. It was fucking insane. Hey, Shell, I just sent it. Oh, <laughs> tremendous. Okay, let me copy this and put it in the chat. All right, everyone pause this on zero. I'm going to watch it as a family, all right? I've just put it in the chat. Copy and paste that into your browser. 
Here we go. Is everyone ready? Let me, let me pull this out. Hang on a second. This is going to be... This is going to be bad. This Are we ready? Fucking roll. Are we ready? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> hang on a second. Okay, hang on. Let me, let me get this on a different screen. Oh, oh gosh. It's fine. It's Bill, Bill Mercer screaming in the... Right. Okay, should we count down so the people can watch alongside us? Yes. Right, everyone be on zero. We're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. The Major League of Professional Wrestling scene around the world and across the nation. And this edition coming direct from the Cotton This looks <laughs> Why would you name a stadium that? <laughs> You replied to him in Texas, all caps. I was like, oh my god. Oh man. This is shoots. Like, this is his shit, by the way. This is his, his absolute favorite grin. Here we go, folks. It's time. When is this from? 1985? 84, 85. It only gets worse, too. <laughs> oh god it's funnier than you remember Experiencing so much secondhand embarrassment right now. That's awful. This only has 83,000 views. That's horseshit. I know. What's wrong with people? I don't know, man. Watching fucking Adam Cole matches and shit. <laughs> it's his body language. 
Why? Why did they do this? Could you imagine Fritz being like, oh, I have a really good idea. Improve the mood, brother. It's working for someone in there, look. Oh. Listen to the people on that. Did you hear how much they cheered? Yeah. Can he get on rhythm? Like, this is not right. Ain't nothing Look at him. <laughs> okay, I know what we're watching next. Oh, what a legend. That's one of the greatest moments in the history of wrestling. Someone called it in the chat. <laughs> Oh. Wrestle Rock Rumble. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Right. We're not Rumble. doing that today. We have to now. We have to just. We have to. It's the natural sequel to that. It's not. I it don't has know. A score have to watch this. It has we a score. Have to watch this. Right, let me, let me put it up. I'll post the link. Trust this me. is torture. You, I'm telling you, you this you is have to watch it. As a as a wrestling fan, yeah, you're required to do these things. This is this is the true. I'm I just posted on the post in the private call chat. Social Please. services. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got, I gotta, I gotta turn my lights on. It's getting, okay. getting. Oh that was God. incredible, wasn't it? Jay Shaw, could you imagine if WrestleMania opened with that? I would turn it off. Fucking I don't like this. Imagine like it's like that it, that performance of like. Cuts to just the WWE wrestlers looking up proudly. <laughs> Fucking awesome. This Sasha is a good tweets idea. out, thank you, Vince McMahon. Yes, I love exactly. you. This is actually what we should get Bob to sing. We should probably do that. I hope Come Bob on. beats you up when he sees you. That was spiteful. <laughs> You're making me watch this. I hope he does. Okay, that's fair. As long as it's about that and not saying I've done a Bob. All clear. right, Russell. Russell Rock Rumble. Yes, Jay Show, have you seen the link there in the uh, private yeah, chat? Yeah, I have it pulled up. Okay. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is an all-time great. This is actually, like, more, like, aggressively funny, right? This is outrageous. Yes. The other one's incredible, though. Right, okay, can it's all hit play. Can we Divas yes. match after this? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. We can. That's fine. Let's hit play in three, two, one, play. <laughs> the beat. <laughs> Michaels. <laughs> this is offensive. Oh, fucking incredible. Look at the look at this. Is that Elvis? <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> what? Why is she on it twice? <laughs> the splash! The splash! That's a bomb splash! Oh, the splash! I think I'm getting the impression that that wasn't Elvis, and it was an Elvis impersonation. Look at him, Greg! Oh, oh my God! Black girl, yeah. 
on the God bless. Why are there so many butts? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We're not Look at this. The grunting or whatever it is. <laughs> People were not there, by the way. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Why did he do that? Why is the ref <laughs> fighting him? <laughs> Burn. Oh. Rhythm lacking all of it. Vern said, I'm starting to have the urge to do the rest. <laughs> he said it like that, too. <laughs> Fucking awesome. We're done with this now. Good That's lord. That's fair. Okay, pick a Divas, man. Just fair. I'm sorry, Oracle. We went way. You said Von Eric, and look at where we went. My god, Oracle just left. Oracle just left. What <laughs> he said enough. I got my fun. That's enough. Okay, fine. We're watching Paige versus AJ Lee. Okay, what show is this? When this ad goes away. Hold on. I'm going to drop it in the chat. Okay, cool. Oh, God, that was incredible. What an extraordinary piece of business that was. Or Did it, was it send? Yeah. Okay. In the chat, I'm back. Wrong button. Sorry. Are you going to watch the Divas it's... match with us? We're watching yeah. my first match I've ever Dude, seen. It, sounded, it was like you left because we were done watching stuff that popped us. It was like you just bounced. No, <laughs> no I just pressed the wrong button. <laughs> Wait, isn't this just like a squash? Am I wrong? Wait, how You'll long see. is this? Okay. Hang on, let me, let me do it on my phone. No, actually, it's still on his phone. All right. Chat, Jay Show has posted it. It is a short professional wrestling bout. Jay shows respect for our time and doesn't make us watch four minute music videos like we did her. <laughs> oh, so, oh that's oh yeah, yeah. This is this is a famous one. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, I got my volume on way too loud. Hold on. Okay. Joe, uh, will you do the um, countdown for us when you're yes. ready? Okay, is everyone ready? Oracle, you ready? Yes. Okay, we're gonna be watching this page AJ Lee piece of business here. This is from April 2014. We're gonna hit play <laughs> three, two. One play. This was a big deal. Look at the the demon style. A preview of shows to come here. How much is it to mean? Is there? She's everywhere. Well, how nuts is it that she was already there for four years before that? Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. 
You're a big AJ Lee fan, Jay Show, correct? She's only my favorite ever. Yeah, fair. That's fine. Is she still doing either. stuff with, with with the project? You know, the one that we don't talk about. Is she still doing that or not? Yeah, they just yeah. taped some episodes. Apparently, I don't know. Or they aired. She's gonna be on commentary, right? I'm not gonna listen. <laughs> wow, but I thought she was your favorite ever. <laughs> Those things aren't excusable. <laughs> It's such a shame because it would ruin if she was just like, like the face of the the AEW. Just women's fucking division. beat up Britt Baker and make me happy. That match, you don't want to see that match. Yeah, you don't. I'm Only talking. If Britt I'm, wins. Only I'm looking out for you in the same way that if I said, like, if I sat here and said, "Hey, let's do another 60 minute Punk Joe match," Oracle go, "Hey, man, you don't want that." And I would just let him, you know. Sometimes we have to look after each other as friends, you know. Is uh... what it is. It's like when Bob tells us he wants Shelton Benjamin to have run as the TNT champion. We go, hey, well, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I forget Tamina was AJ's muscle. Yeah, everyone does. And Tamina forgets so. at this point. Do you like the movie, Jay Show, they made? Because it features this, this in the film, right? You know the one about Paige? I didn't watch that. About Paige's oh. life? No, thanks. That's anti-British of you, but fair. I ate fish and chips. It's fine. <laughs> Factual. <laughs> that's, the with, but that's, that's the movie that that's the movie that Florence Pugh got. Yeah, big on right. Mm-hmm. It's Which pretty good. Crazy because she's like huge. Do now. you see? She's wearing the CM Punk. Well, the AJ Lee wristbands, but they're the CM Punk ones. I actually it's didn't. The same no, that's shape. pretty cool. He's left by this point, right? Yes. Yes. And she got this move. This move always looked like this was perfect for her. Like she made this look particularly awesome. I always thought. I want to learn how to do this. I wonder if it like it looks difficult, doesn't it? I want to do it to Bob. Wonder if Bob would sell. Wonder if Bob would like a stagger sell, or he'd like take. It'd be interesting. <laughs> I actually Twitter. like the matches these two have with each other. The only problem with this few was when they did the. Uh... Do you remember they did like they kept they flipped them baby and heel they like switch places, they called them frenemies and all that shit. Remember? Yes. Do you like Paige at all, JHL? Yeah, but I like AJ more. Yeah, that's fair. I wish she would return. I would have a lot of fun if she returned. AJ, not Paige. Both of them. I, I think you're going to get one of them. <laughs> I'm trying to do it work. Yeah. Did you know that they signed an 18-year-old to NXT today? Yeah, I saw that. I freaked out. I'll be honest. I think there's a lot of good in the way they're approaching this now. I really do. Like, I get why everyone pushes back and says, why don't you sign, like, PWG Bowler? But I think there's something to be... Like, Roxy's the perfect signing for them because they can reprogram her as they want. Do I think a lot of it's dumb? Yes, but that's the way they do things, right? I feel like... That means I should go to like a tryout. Like next year when I'm 18, they'll take me because I'm 18. You know what I mean? Like you won't train, you just show up and like I'm 18 and they just say, Yeah. 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 I wanna be <laughs> what be your pitch? Like I wanna be I wanna be like I wanna be the um, next Sasha Banks mixed with Bianca Belair mixed with AJ Lee, but I'm five feet one. So how big is Sasha Banks? She can't be that much taller, five, right? Four, five four, five, six. How tall is Zelina Vega? Five feet. 
Four like, ten, right? Yeah, she's she seems like noticeably smaller than Alexa, who's fat five on a, on a when she's got lifts. <laughs> Have you heard the story of like when Alexa first got there? They said like she was too small to train. There was like you, you need to get bigger just for us to like train you in just overall frame, not in like you know just straight up height. But they said until you get to like a certain point, we probably can't train you safely. That's nuts. Maybe work on some uh, upper body development. <laughs> Jim Ross. Yeah. You know, I went to my doctor on Tuesday, and I haven't. My weight hasn't staggered, and I grew point zero zero two five inches, which makes me five one now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Jim Ross looking at a woman and saying maybe some upper body development. <laughs> you know what? I realized I said that referencing him. I wasn't even thinking. Like, I, know, I, know. I was just thinking of like his like thing that he told. Who was right? that he, he said goes, that to? Remember this Beyond the Mat where he goes, yeah. A bit and he, yeah. <laughs> he does this thing with his arms. He's like, he might as well just, 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 just mime a needle, <laughs> yeah. sticking it into his ass and going, you know, you know, you know, you may want to do that some. Did you see EC3? Oh, that EC3 and up. Moose both love to post pictures of their steroid usage. I like your shirt, Oracle. AC Freeze, Obama. I think this is. Did you what... see the Young Bucks bio? No. It basically rebuts everything that the control of narratives rules are: the no super kits, oh, yeah. the no topes. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I agree with no topes in the sense that you know you should actually do a tope instead of like landing on your feet like a coward. I'm tired of watching those people jump out and then, then land on their feet like they're jumping out of a the, the like, Dana Ambrose like jumping into the fucking, you know. Yeah, I get you. Kitty pool or something. Should when Stan Hansen would do like the elbow, he'd like to dive in forearm through the bottom. Yeah. Fucking all hell. The only person who does an actual tope in AEW is 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 Darby. Nobody else yeah. does one. I think Red Velvet could do it. She scares me sometimes. I love that woman. She's I actually we like her a lot on this program, but sometimes she does stuff and I get worried for her, you know? Very true. Fair enough. I think you guys in the comments should pitch my gimmick that I would have in uh, NXT 2.0. Oh, Sharon, you guys can do it too if you want. This is some key information for you. You know Jack Crosby, that piece of shit? <laughs> hates red velvet. Just regularly will take us red velvet sucks. Yeah, me and, and him won't be friends. You should kick the shit out of him. He's a piece of shit, you know? He has a daughter. I can't do that. <laughs> Jay Shell squares. Okay, hang on, Well, You haven't got yeah. a daughter, I guess. I should let this slide. He got family. Yeah, he's a good guy. God bless him, piece of shit. <laughs> anyway. Um, so here's the thing with the topaid situation. Agreed? Doesn't need to be a rule that you post online, though, right? Did but you see they spelled... Something oh, yeah. wrong. They, they messed up a lot of it. They had like two and two they got wrong too. I just, yeah. that was incredible. I did that. Um, Oracle, if you were the booker of a promotion, your rule would be one guy does tope. You wouldn't post it online. That doesn't defeat the object, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I would do that. But the whole, but the whole gimmick is to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever. That ruled. Mm <laughs> hmm. He gets really mad sometimes, doesn't he? 
Oracle and I last night. Like, oh, we were just. We were popping. We, we spent two hours just talking shop, and like there was a fifteen-minute stretch. Where we were just quoting. Yeah, that's that's terrible. We were just quoting Jim Ross and popping like back and forth for how funny he is on the show. Like when he just gets mad and just says like lashes out and <laughs> just like recoils. I, I, so my incredible. favorite. I still can't get over a couple weeks ago when Danhausen did his stupid shit and Jared goes, "Oh my God, he cursed him." <laughs> oh my! Did you hear William Regal? He was like, "Pray tell." Yes. <laughs> and he asked He is wonderful. Is he the most multifaceted wrestling performer ever? Seriously, is there a job that dude can't do? He's amazing. Like I remember when he did like a Trading Places match when I was a kid. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, this is good. Oh my god, I don't have a butt like hers though, so Twitter won't is, freak out. It'll be fine. Nikita Lyons is problematic, isn't she? Just a grin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's fine. That's fine. That's she, she's on icy waters right now. She's doing a okay. black scent. <laughs> okay. She's getting close to black fishing. I think you want to investigate that one. I think there's some more details to that you may be unaware of. <laughs> no, you're lying. Someone sits on it, though. Oh my this god. Is- this is why I don't like white women in NXT, dude. This is can I just slightly correct your statement? This is why you shouldn't like professional wrestlers. Bad, bad, <laughs> very bad. Wait Oracle. A minute. I'm confused. Yes. yes. What are you problem. saying? I think there's that some there's- sort of illusion you were making. I believe that there have been suggestions that some of her beliefs are less than um endearing, especially for much of the Timeline that you and I uh, consume on a day-to-day basis. Um, I believe this may have been overlooked for certain reasons that I'll not talk about here on this particular program. Because I'm a white woman with a fat ass. Because I may, <laughs> this may return as a topic in the coming months. I don't know. I'm just uh, that's about. that's not surprising. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. You can just kind of tell from her social media, and I'm not even talking about just like. Yeah, I think obvious. that's what <laughs> I think they told from the social media. <laughs> anyway. Was he talking about Jim Ross? Yes. What's your claim to fame? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, what happened? I ain't found yet. Yeah, owned. Well, that's fine. This See, I, my like black star was right, though. The wrestlers, man. You shouldn't like wrestlers. What'd you just say? Hold on. Repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> my black makes, star? Your what? That makes sense. My black star. <laughs> but that's like okay, not even. Okay, the, I get it. I get it. That, but that doesn't even like work, right? Like, what? <laughs> you may as well just say both words. <laughs> black star. Wouldn't oh, it be sure more like your 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 Race, your racist, racist star? radar? Racist radar. Racist, racist radar. radar. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, you you told me you like alliteration, so that works. <laughs> I do. It does nice things to my brain. <laughs> yeah, right. They love them. I'm I'm so guilty of that shit. Like just forcing alliteration when I have nothing more creative to go on a title. Tremendous. God bless. Don't shade me. I have, no, I I do that. You know. Hmm. I used to be a writer, you know, Jay Shell. I did. <laughs> you know, before I became this sort of cult jester buffoon on podcasts, I was actually pretty fucking good at it too. 
Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I remember what you remember that article in Sports Illustrated where someone like blamed Brett for Montreal. Remember this? This was like a big topic on wrestling Twitter. Oracle, you may remember Jay Shell probably won't. There was a guy who wrote a story that was like Bret Hart was wrong in Montreal and we should all stop caring about it. And he got quote tweeted in, like, into oblivion. Sean Ross Sapp tweeted, Joe Holbert could wake up and write a better arc than this on the shitter. And I was like, you know what? If that's my legacy, I can live with that. That rules. Can you imagine, like, I never did any podcasts and I just went down as the guy that could write a better arc than someone that sports illustrated on the shitter. That'd be good, right? That just that was all like that was it. Like people just get well, you know. Like in ten years, someone will write about. I could be like Holbert could have had this thing, you know. <laughs> just literally just name me. Like I'm somebody. Somebody call Holbert. Give him a call. He'll write this sucker up. I used to go crazy on those. I said this to you last night, Oracle. But like, I used to do ten features for a WrestleMania. Like that's crazy. I couldn't. No, I couldn't do five on this WrestleMania. You know. Joe Holbert joins Dave Meltzer and David Vixenspan in investigating <laughs> Montreal. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Throw that in there. That was an incredible bit last night, wasn't it? Oh God, it was funny. I'm sure it's fun. Jay, show do you like Jim Ross? Meh. Who's okay? Do me like power rankings, not the prior <laughs> power rankings. Like just in terms of how much you enjoy them as announcers, the AEW team. Excalibur is like, number one. That rules. Okay. Why do you guys not like him? No, I do, but it just is another great example of like where your fandom is rooted. Because he's the best at like, actually following the action, whereas Oracle and I just pop at the WCW old fucks <laughs> and just bump our fears for Tony Schiavone. <laughs> it's just awesome. Right? He's very and good. I would go maybe Taz. Yeah. Um, then I'll go Shivani. Then Paul White. Why haven't you said Ricky Starks yet? No, listen, we're getting there. Ricky's not a commentator. Ricky's a wrestler. Love him to death. Disagree. Yeah. He was my next one, though, to be fair. He actually was my next one. He was right after Paul White. I just really like the way that Paul commentates the action and his voice is pretty soothing. So it works for me. My God. Uh, Paul White praise on this program. (laughs) Then Mark Henry. Then JR. You didn't mention someone. Who did I mention? There was certain guys on Rampage, you know, he screams a lot. Oh. <laughs> Eddie Kingston! <laughs> he used to scream a lot. Yeah, he used to get like fired up and mad. He would just like do him play by play and she wanted to get like, <laughs> oh, well, let Eddie go. Did you Tony, see him on... Tony would be like, oh boy, oh, here we go. Yeah. Did you see him on Ethan Page's vlog this week? I don't know if you guys see those, but. Yeah. I used to watch like, them. I think some it fan from Germany sent something for Eddie to Ethan Page. And like, he gives this to King, and King's standing there with Ruby Soho. And like, Ruby is like his mum in this clip. Like, he's <laughs> like, read, like, he's like, I can't read this now. It's too long. And Ruby's like, she looks at the camera, she's like, he'll read it later. <laughs> his little kid. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> they're they're like dynamic is tremendous. They need to do some sort of wacky mix tag on TV at some point. It's just fun, right? Like Ruby always being the one that has to calm him down and shut him up. That's to me. That's the kind of stuff that I like. In Destination. Just, I miss uh, her on TV. Uh, I really go. enjoy Ruby. I like her as a wrestler more than most people do. 
Me too. Uh, I've yeah. got some sort of... I don't know if I gigged myself or what, but I've got some sort of cut up here. <laughs> right up here on my... Did you bleed? On my hairline. I don't know. What happened? <laughs> you just... I don't know if I gigged. <laughs> I have a question. What do you guys think they're going to do with Chris Statlander? You probably talked about it yesterday, but I'm just interested to know well, your thoughts. We touched on it briefly, but not really in depth. I'm kind of worried about it, to be honest. Me too. But, you know, I'm just going to say it's cool until yeah. I see what happens. Until we see it, it's hard to criticize it. But, like, there's definitely a big part of me that kind of thinks she's, like, such a likable, endearing character. Why just tamper with one of the few women that are actually over? Like, it just seems like, I don't know. I don't I, I think just, they I should put her in a match where she bleeds and everybody will love her. That was a hell of a time on Twitter. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, but there's, there's a level of insight even beyond. I mean, it was just weird. I, I don't Look, here's my honest take, okay? One of the accounts that tweeted that is one of my very good friends on Twitter. And I totally get why people disagreed. I understand it. We have different opinions. I think that some of the some of us just need to accept that, like, we should probably try to listen to the criticisms of fans that are invested in women's wrestling, and not just like immediately fucking eviscerate them. What? <laughs> That's not fun. Oh, I just you know, and Jay Show, you can speak as family, but like, I just you know, sometimes like my friend, I know she watches all women's wrestling. Like, she watches the indie stuff. She watches like. And she actually just wants it to be better. I know she's not like doing it for to be performative. Like you don't need. I don't know. Just whatever. What do you I think, Jay Shell? Uh, I think it's just a case of mansplaining constantly, yeah. Yeah. and like even sometimes it's from people you wouldn't expect. But yeah, I, I just hope that I'll be to recognize it and do better. I think it's really important in this landscape. And I know this is rich coming from me who is famously interrupts everyone. But I just think it is really important to like, if you don't listen to folks that have a different viewpoints, you at least a little bit, even if your instinct is that's whole shit. If you don't listen a little bit, I think you can, you can sometimes find yourself going in circles, you know, like I'll be totally honest. A lot of the wrestling I've watched, the women's division hasn't been like a huge priority. So for my personal enjoyment and shoots at this point, I actually, I get it completely. I can't say that when Dynamite's done, I walk over and like punch the wall because the women's division stuff didn't pop me. But that doesn't mean that I shouldn't be aware of those problems. Does that make sense? Like what matters to you and I may be different, but that doesn't mean I should just ignore your viewpoint. But like, oh, I don't care. Like you got to listen. So some people just want stuff to be better. Not everyone's being performative. Oh. It's interesting. Oracle, what do you think? I mean, I don't get like upset about it. I get annoyed with it because generally, yeah. like, as someone who's watched wrestling for 22 years and was used to seeing, like, you know, three minute women's matches or whatever, mm -hmm. and like, then figuring out that they're actually really good. And I mean, like, and I was someone who was like, you know, exposed to Joshi wrestling and stuff like that, whatever, but like, I never thought it would be anything more than like, TNA and stuff like that. Um, so, like, when they're actually, like, you know, having actual matches and, like, being yeah. treated as, like, actual athletes, 
and then and eventually like, it's stealing it's like, the show, right? And, and, and then you realize that they're actually good, and like, yeah, you've seen a lot of what you. I mean, like, I don't know. They've they've kind of run through the gambit with a lot of men's wrestling and stuff that I've seen in twenty two years. So it's a lot more interesting to see like mm-hmm. women get the spotlight because it's fresh and it's yes. new and it's yeah and it's just i don't know it's just exciting um so i mean it is it is it is annoying that that it's not taking flight uh as much as 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 i thought it might in the last six months in AEW, and it's right. obviously regressed in wwe with yeah. uh you know the, the uh the skateboarder and uh you know, running things again. So, I mean, I don't know if uh, J. Shell got that reference, but um, Johnny Ace, J. Shell, was in a tag team with Shane Douglas of Dynamic Dudes in the late 80s. Isn't he the one that just likes boobs? Yes. So, Carmella? So, J. Shell, before you you conclude your business here, because you have much more important things to do, and I actually mean that sincerely for once, which is not usually the case on this program. Um, Like, so for you, most of your fandom, the women's division is mad, right? And I know that sounds like I'm saying it in like a patronizer, but like, if you start, see, the first match you watched was the one we just saw, right? Mm -hmm. That is like a major moment for the women. And about a year, it changes completely. Now, they have some issues, but it changes. Do you think that's something that some wrestling voices forget? Is like, for someone like you as a fan, it actually is kind of alien and weird to not have the women being more at the fore. You know, like you haven't experienced it the other way almost. What do you think? When I, well, funny enough, when I first heard about AEW, one of the main reasons I didn't want to watch it was because people were saying that their women's division wasn't good. So I was like, I like my favorite type of wrestling is women's wrestling, just to be frank about it. Um, So when AEW couldn't really provide that for me, and to be honest, they still don't really provide that for me. It's it's a struggle. Um, I mean, I always try to, like, be hopeful and everything like that. But, like, I'm tired of, like, like the fan base saying, oh, they can't be good until they get this person. They can't be good yeah. until they get that person. But I know that, like, there's so many women on that roster that are already good. But they just need the TV time or they need the space. Like, hopefully Ring of Honor really helps them because mm-hmm. some of them do need, like, developmental stuff. But I feel like Ring of Honor is going to be where I go to watch all my women's wrestling matches from AEW. So it just it feels like sometimes there's this desperation to protect your favorite thing. And I think we all understand it, but at some point you have to let people vent. You know, when I whine about WWE, there's nothing I like less than some fucking bootlicker trying to explain to me that actually I'm wrong. Mm. And I do not like the trend of AEW fans doing the same for AEW. You know, like let people vent. And the mentality that you said there about, like, when you heard about AEW, you wasn't really interested because of the word about the women's division. We both know, Jay Shell and Oracle, you probably know some of the folks that are the same. That's a real thing. Like, I know people that are not interested because they've heard stuff about the women's There's division. There's so many fucking diva stands. I'm still on diva Twitter. <laughs> I'm a fucking diva stand. They don't fuck with AEW because their women's division isn't good. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, you can approach that as, well, who cares? But it's like... I mean, it'd be nice if what we That's heard. That's the market they're point. missing out on, yeah. too. Well, yeah. I mean, they 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 don't tap into the market, and it's obviously you know the female demographic, which 
I would guess includes UJ Shell. Um, like, I say that because I don't just want to be like, you know, you're a woman and you watch women's wrestling and you like, exactly. No, that, that is a good that, point because yeah, people yeah, can yeah, overstate yeah. that, right? right? Like, right, right, yeah. I do watch women's wrestling, so um, okay, <laughs> but the like, it, it's they don't, they don't. <sighs> they don't tap into that demographic at all. And I think that's the best way to do that now is to just present the women's wrestling. Yeah. Remember, did you guys see that tweet where they were like, there's never any bad bitches at AEW shows. Did you see that? That's because there's like, you don't give the woman time. Bad bitches follow bad bitches. Put the woman (laughs) on the TV and we'll be fine. (laughs) <laughs> like 2,000 likes. I'm like, Jesus. You know, my friends are quote tweeting that have been at the show. It's like, hang on a second. It was an incredible piece of business. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I felt a little bit yeah, offended. Just, but I made a friend who's going to be at the Boston show. So I'm fine. She's a bad person. There's, there's, there's an audience for that. Like, <clears throat> I know for, I, I, I know for a fact uh, of, of a few uh, fans who women who, who, who came in through like, uh, total divas yeah. and you know start to watch like like there's a there's there, there's an app and they're not they're, they're not exploring it you know obviously for you know long-held beliefs and and you know shitty uh uh what's the word um i mean obviously sexist is the easiest word but there's a yeah. paternal oh, i can't remember it's not paternal whatever it's called um patriarchy Yes, there you go. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't. I knew it was a P. I couldn't remember what it was. I but. I I feel like they're really missing the boat, like with trying to take people mainstream. As much as I don't like her, I do comprehend Britt Baker could be a major player mainstream. If they did like an Adam Cole and Britt Baker show, like they did Road to the Top, oh dude. Oh my god, that sounds be- like a threat. <laughs> Stop. People would be all over it though. So yeah. What's, what's really frustrating is WWE's messing up so bad with the division right now. It's just, it's just, there's an opening, you know? Dude. It's it's not show them you can do women's wrestling and you might get Sasha. That's how I feel. If you can show me you can do it, you might get one of the horses. That's the big one, right? That's the biggest signing they can make in all of wrestling. Oh, there's yeah. no dude now. No, people, you. people would flip, flip. People would flip. We've talked about. Oh, you know how much viewers they would get? I, oh, all the crew going on. They would flip. They, like, I mean, like, there's no dude left would that would make as much an impact. It'd be nuts. Yeah. yeah. Like John Cena. Yes, but it's different because Cena yeah. would be a particular kind of deal. You know, like it's it's just like. On the men's side, they've kind of got the perfect wrestlers for that audience. They've got Punk and Brian. True. Oh, did you say John Cena? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think Sasha is the biggest. I mean, like, Cena's... Cena's know, would, be get, would get rejected by that audience, I feel like. They'd be like, oh, he's weird, here. Yeah. But, yeah. like, they'd be like, um, you're sports He's also kind of washed, too. Yeah. Like, his promos are lame. Like, they was always this, lame, but he's, you know. I want to talk about this, because I feel like this is manipulation, and I yeah. love Sasha for doing it. Real, it, so it go off. Yeah, it's a good bit. So, like, this is a good example. Sasha's like, always working on, 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 the, on the Twitter machine. If you if they sign Brock, like, it would be an incredible moment in the press release, but, like, once you've settled into him being on the product, the fans, will, I think, would quickly get bored of that. Yeah. Sure. Whereas, like, 
you get all of the publicity with Sasha, but then once she gets in the ring, she's your best worker immediately. So it's like, yeah, like Sasha's by far the biggest, yeah, steal they could have at this point. I mean, they just, you know, who was it? Was it QT who was like on somewhere and he was like, we have too many guys, so yeah, you know, they they need to get on TV. The way you said that ruled. Did, did he not say that? Did, did, no, you're right. Did yeah. any of y'all read this? I did yeah, read no, it. Right. I did read it. And that's what a lot of fans yeah. say too. You know? Somebody tied like... me in something. Oh, oh my did. god! What happened? I got my card. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's really cool. cool. Pull it up on the Twitter. Yeah, let me let me now. save it and put it up here. Um, before you go, I'll do that because that's tremendous. Have you retweeted it, Joshua? I'm retweeting it right now. I'll, I'll dm it to you too. That's outstanding. Wow, your header is Jordan Grayson King. Oh, yeah, it is. I changed it. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> How great was it? I know you don't like Jericho, Jericho, but you know when he was doing his promo and he was like, and that little guy, Eddie Kingston, and the place came up with Eddie Chance. I was like, <laughs> wrestling is back. God is going to rule when they do blood and guts. And everyone might like whines about it, and I'm gonna just pop huge. Is it is is it gonna be JAS versus uh it's gonna be Eddie King. King wonder King. if they go to Mox and Danielson and Danielson and Regal like fuck that noise. I mean yeah. <laughs> you know? well, they like violence. Exactly. Um yeah. Daniel Bryan's shirt just says violence with blood. That rules. Did you see his kids? Look at this. That rules. Look at this. This is tremendous. This is awesome. Oh my god! Honestly, like this community is incredible. Like, she also has the highest rating of all of us. Factual. I'm point that out. Um, are you surprised? Wait, no. it's a the J thing. Because you know, no. like the NBA 2K thing they do, where if someone's younger, they like have to pull the overall down because their potential will pull them up. <laughs> they should have done. You should have done that. English I'm just saying. You know, they have something to kind of build up to. That's all. Um, I'd be pissed. So good thing you didn't. This audience is incredible, and they pop me regularly with like clips. Like Tope Suicida made like a like a Titan Tron for me. Did you see that? No, but Tope made a thing for me where I just started giving you the double middle fingers, and that's yes. like one of my favorite reaction he, videos now. He used the shitty Bud Matt Indie theme by Downstate, <laughs> and he like the video was just like me on the podcast, like highlight reel of me, like just like scratching my nose or like looking this way. <laughs> I should have shown in my presentation. The audience is incredible, but I will say, and I'm not even doing this to be like a dick to anyone else. If you've created anything, I love you. But the English draws, like, those graphics, those cards are incredible, right? God, they're extraordinary. The detail, amazing. I literally yeah. told Joe when I first came, I was like, the community is one of the reasons why I want to yeah. be part of the late night grin. So. You know, and there's some assholes, but you get... <laughs> That's uh, enough about Bob. So, so, so here's the deal. We've got two minutes. Yeah. Jay Shell, we're going to watch Night of Champions, okay? Two weeks. Two weeks from tonight. Two weeks. We're going to watch Night of Champions match, and then you and I are going to talk and pick one more or maybe two more matches of the DMs, and we're going to watch them, and then yeah. we're going to talk about them. We're not going to, like, we'll do a watch along. We're just going to watch them, post the matches, yeah. talk about them. I don't know if it's just going to be you and I and you hosting or if Joe's here. It doesn't matter to me. What do you guys want? If you guys want me to like run the offense, I can and just throw it to you. But Jay Show as host would also be fun, right? I would just pop for all the diva shit. So I think I should do it. 
Every yeah, single I second, I would just start screaming. My mic's going to get Wait. blown out. Good luck. I, um, what, tell me the matches you guys do, and I may watch them and come on as like a, as a, as a second, you know? Michelle McCall Molina is the first match night of Champions 2010, right? And then right. we'll we'll have to decide the other two. Okay. Um, so that'll be a couple weeks. Match, did you guys see Mickey James on Twitter? They were talking about like Falls Count Anywhere matches in, Mal- in Molina, and Mickey James was one of the first women's ones. 2007. Like, yeah. yeah. Have you seen it? I was just about to watch. I was just about to pull it up. I'm going to watch it after this on my drive to Barnes and Nobles. Oh, oh my God. God. Can I get the books to plug, Joe? Yes, please okay. do. Okay. Okay. Please do. Oracle, are we going to watch Manimal W after this or are we just going to wrap up? <laughs> Don't make me watch it. Please. Okay, what if I like, have it on my phone and tell you if something alarming or funny happens, like an Enzo live promo? I can I can do that for a little bit. How long is the show? Uh, an hour, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, an hour. Yeah. It's just later. Yeah. Okay, are you guys ready? I put yes. bookmarks in them this time so I don't have to look through it. Okay. Boom! <laughs> Fucking rules. This is the Fucking adult rules. version of the book. All both of these books are available at Barnes and Nobles now, Amazon as well. Um, I'm about to go in Barnes and Nobles and get like five more because my dad's making me sign a bunch of them for family and friends. That rules. If you want your signed, that can be arranged. Just send it to my house and I'll send it back to you. Um, but yeah, it's about eight black girls and their success stories. There's a survivor of the Parkland school shooting, another person who created an organization to help um, brown and black kids read. Um, low-income brown and black kids and this is the children's version kind of sort of middle grade it has these cool graphics and there's text blurbs hold on called that rose there's also a poem i wrote in here and i get compared to cc abrams do you remember when she said that he got his poem into like the like state <laughs> like when he was like six and jason was like yeah i'm actually in a book owned <laughs> No, I think I said I did it at five. <laughs> you said the book first, and he fired back, and then you, you you won it. Yeah, that was exactly it. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I think the most important thing I ever did was, like, post on Pro Wrestling Only or something. You know, Still I'm, rules. I'm worthless. I'm worthless. We're all the same on this screen. It's like, look at that. That's awesome. Okay. That's cool. Jay Shell, I'll see you tomorrow for the uh, free agents program. Gresh, right? And you're going to yes, give that very controversial Gresh. take that you gave out on Twitter already. Two weeks. Divas deep dive. <laughs> there's, there's a lot coming up. Jay Shell may be on the late night room. We don't know. Um, I'm going to try. Okay. We'll see. Maybe if basketball can keep me up, then I'll stay awake. I'm going to call my boyfriend. I'm going to say, keep me up until I have to go on the late night grin. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let it play out. Uh, have a good evening, Jay Shell. Enjoy Impact. Oh, my God. Bye. Enjoy the house <laughs> shows, Joe. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> oh, God bless. You know what main event in Fusion last week? MLW Fusion, Oracle. No, you know no, what was the main what? event? Alexander Hammerstone and Davey Richards, brother. Oh, Christ. I'm t- Oracle, I understand. So much has changed since Davey was around. He's now a breath of fresh air. I promise. Yes, JJ, the historical Oracle is next week. February '96. I like that. Did you like point at the comment physically? I did. Uh-huh. That fucking rules. You know, because I, uh, I gotta. Because <laughs> you can't pronounce it. You just was like, yeah. oh, no. hopefully they realize. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like it's like the uh, the uh, you know Leo DiCaprio thing from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
Oh, I dude, that is one of my all-time favorite. I love that film so much. It's outstanding. I just one of my buddies didn't like it. I'm like, dude, Tarantino. It's just another Tarantino masterpiece. There was a lot of folks. The way look, Tarantino had some bad, like three or four. A couple of his movies are terrible, but most of his movies hit home for me. I just like. I vividly remember sitting in the cinema watching that film, cinema. There you go, and um, cinema. I, yeah, and I was like, it's just such. It does such a wonderful job of trend, taking you back in time. Like the way it paints a picture and it captures that vibe. Oh, it's extraordinary. Beautiful flick. Oh, gosh. So good. It's so good. Shots when like Cliff's driving around and it's just like. Oh, just and looks, the cinematography's oh. outstanding. Like when he's sitting oh. up on the. He's sitting up on oh, the roof God, of the house. Yes. And he's looking over LA. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. This show has started with Richard. Do you know Richard Holiday is, Oracle? No. Fair. Well, he's a, I think he's trained by Paul Romer, I think. He's like the top heel in the territory. He is talking to um, Blood on the floor. Oh, my God, Paul Romer. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Listen, folks. Are you a Paul Romer trooper? Are you one of those guys? <laughs> Listen, I bring it up all the time on this damn platform. If you've never seen the Four Horsemen documentary, I think it's still on the YouTube. Yes. Because it's no longer in print because, or not print, but uh, it's no longer in uh, on sale because obviously the Benoit, mm -hmm. um, you know, involvement and whatnot. But um, it is a great documentary. One of the best they've ever done, actually. And Paul Roma, mostly because of the talking heads they get on there. Paul Roma shows up and is just vindictive yeah. and hateful and angry <laughs> and it rules and sour and it's incredible yeah and they bury jeff jarrett in that too do you remember that they all like bury him to a hey you oh, never yes. never should have been a horseman because he's like the head of tna at that time fucking rules yes by the way oracle i think at one point we should definitely do like you know those gauntlet matches you referenced I've not seen those. We, that would be a great, like, just one-off, you know? We, we do some of that stuff. We've got to find a way to watch them. Factual. Um, because New Japan is particularly stingy when it comes yeah. to their footage. Yeah. Um, I I love the idea. Definitely I, I, some, I love the idea. Some Japanese-oriented stuff would be fun, though, right? Like, if we did, like... Because right. the All Japan stuff now has become so... It's almost cliche, but, like, on this platform, I think you and I are the ones that have seen... You've seen more than I have, but... I don't think Shoot's seen any of that stuff. Bob right. hasn't, so... It'd be fun. Um, quickly, I want to show some love to this. Bro. That montage with the stones is fucking incredible. Incredible. Just... God, I love that film. I make I watch that. Which part is that? Which is this is when they come back and he's like moving all the shit out of his house. You know, like they're selling the stuff, and out of time's playing. Those stones, oh, and it's yeah. like, yeah. it's just great. It looks incredible. That I love that deal. Um, Impact is starting with the Motor City Machine Guns versus Bullet Club. My God, you a fan of the Motor City Machine Guns, Oracle? I liked Saban a lot when I was a kid. And the Shelly stuff kind of popped me when I was like, you know, with, the, with like the paparazzi stuff. Yeah. 
Um, but as a tag team, I've never been a big fan. Too yeah, too, too much of a. Although I do think Shelly's a great worker. Shelly's great. Shelley. Yeah. But Saban's good, but it's just sometimes they're just like, all right, guys. Like too much the sequence stuff. Too too much too much. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. You should watch genuinely if it comes on that Impact channel. Jay Wyatt and Shelly had a match on their special recently that was like a genuine four star affair, like a oh, really God. good match. Shelly's fucking. I mean, he's aged so gracefully as a worker, right? He's he's tremendous. <sighs> First match mm-hmm. on MLW Oracle: Rock C, the new WWF signing, versus Miranda Goldie. Mm. Roxy, that's a good signing for them. Very good signing. Um, that's honestly the most exciting signing that. Well, 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 who else was in that class? Was it like a whole class? It was. I didn't recognize recognize a lot of the names. I think it was a couple indie guys. I I forget. Chat. When you do you have a list of them anywhere? You can look them up. Um, well, I mean, still, I mean, you know, I want to watch this this Miranda Goldie match, right? It's difficult. Oh, chat. Yeah. Someone post in the chat. Because they're, yeah. they're quick post, on this. Post, post, post better than me trying to read all the names too. And fucking <laughs> Cole Carter was signed. I don't know who that is. He, that's one of the few indie guys I think they signed. I think there's like two, three indie folks. Santino's daughter was one of the headlines. Yeah. Oh yeah. She works the uh, the NWA Empower show, so like she's got a little bit of experience, I guess. AEW Dark Mainstay, Tesha Price. My God, she worked that show every fucking week at Daily's Place. That's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I'm a big fan of them doing the things the way they are because, like, I thought it was really dumb when they'd sign any guys and try and make them WWE guys. Like, come it's on. stupid. Man. Yeah, it's just, it's better. Like, it's better the way that they, I just, the way that they're trained, I just don't like the way they train wrestlers. Right. So the key is, what you and I just said there, we're not endorsing the system. We're just saying if you're going to do it that way, yeah, you know, do clean slates because yeah, yeah, it's just. I mean, Roxy, who I've not actually seen one of her matches. I heard she's very good, but yeah. you know, in a year's time, she'll be doing faces and all that stuff. I'll be very disappointed. She's but fundamentally extraordinary for the rest of her age. She's like twenty. And like her, she's technically almost perfect. Her issue is she's kind of a clean slate baby face right now from everything I've seen mm-hmm. as a character. And I do worry for her in that setting. Right. Because a clean slate means this find a character, you know? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's why it's always been my kind of... Especially with you-know-who involved. Factual. Fucking pervert. Um mm. It could have been anyone. That was great, wasn't it? You said, you know who? I said pervert. That could have been like anyone in the front yeah. office. Tremendous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the match with Dionna was really good on Impact. Where Dionna won the title, the Ring of Honor title. Yeah, it's interesting. I, uh, that was fun, wasn't it? Watching the Wrestle Rock Rumble and. Yeah. Yeah, tremendous. Pop me. Jason, you know, that's stuff that Jay Shaw needs to see. You know, she's, she's. Yeah. Coming into her own as a wrestling fan, and mm-hmm. time that she's introduced into the world of 
you know, she she needs to do these. It's like it's like that book, you know, those books, one thousand one things to do as a wrestling yeah. fan. Those those two videos, she's she's knocked two of them out now. I think like our job here is like giving her grins such as the Wrestle Rock Rumble, but not giving her tasks that are arduous arduous enough that she loses her love for professional wrestling and we need to find right. that balance. Wrestle right. that's as good as it gets, right? I mean that's three minutes, right. that's a yeah, problem. You know, we we have to play, you know, we, you yeah. know. You know, it's fair, you know. What give us give us our our entertainment <laughs> or watch the Divas match. Right. Like a true family, right? Uh-huh. Like- right, exactly. <laughs> you know. We have, you know. She was cringing at one point, it was very funny. Yeah. Um Yeah. That's the appeal to me though, honestly, you know? Yes. Yes. That's the the cringe is the that's the grin, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Oh God, I don't know if Miranda Goldie's very good Oracle. I'm sorry to report. Oh, what happened? Well, a handful of things happened that's made me think that. To be honest with you, <laughs> it's hard for the taller women. I think a lot of them really struggle with like. I think we've seen it with Jade a little bit, right? Like how to work with physicality without being terrified you're going to hurt someone, I feel like a lot of the taller women really struggle with. Right. You know, Jade, like, if you watch her match with Ruby, it's like, she looks like she's just trying not to hurt Ruby. Like, she's, like, right. missing all of her shit. It's weird. You probably need to watch, like, Aja Kong clips and, like, yeah. you know. Training with dudes would probably help. So I remember Jensen said that to me, and I think it's actually true to it. Like, getting comfortable just with what your strength is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like how you can hit someone with a forearm without killing them, but where it looks good. Right. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Jade's an interesting case where it's like, she's a, like her raw ingredients as, an, as a as a prospect are about as exciting as they could possibly be, right? Oh, it's just sure. a matter of, you know, it's a matter of kind of getting in everything where it needs to be. But there's been some good signs in me. Like you and I both like the Ty Conti match. So... Yeah, it's interesting. She's she's so confident now that I'm actually even if she has more bad matches for the next three months, I'm not worried about Jade. Yeah. Now, obviously, if, if by the end of 2022, if she's not, she doesn't even have to be great. She doesn't even have to be that good at the end. Of no, the she doesn't. She just has to be. There has to be like a. Yeah. You know. She's well, never. She's already, like, she's already doing that, but you know, it has to be consistent. Her scouting report is probably never going to be led with great in-ring work. That's not what the. That's not what Jane. No, and is, that's not what I'm expecting right. to see. Exactly. That's why I, I like your point that she just it's needs more to. More about know. just getting working on the fundamentals a little bit, yeah. and, and 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 the transitions and the pacing and like, I know that's a lot of in-ring stuff, but like, even the most like, one note or like. Just mm. average wrestlers usually have that done pretty well. Yeah, it's just you know it's about it's about connecting those dots, and she's she's on her way to doing that. The, I mean, I'm not I'm not worried about it. The the mission statement: if you're the person producing these matches or you're the matchmaker, is let's get to a point where all of our matches get over. You know, whatever Dave or you and I say, and the star ratings say, some of her matches don't get over the way you want, and that's the ones you want to get rid of. You know, I don't care if they're a little bit messy sometimes. But there needs to be, there needs to be the uh, the element, the ingredient that gets the people to stay interested when the bell rings. Sometimes it has, sometimes it hasn't. That's the real challenge beyond you know impressing 
dorks like you and I, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you and I can talk detail all day long, but, like, the real key is that her matches don't get received the way some of them have, and instead they get received like how, you know, the match with Anna Jay did, where they popped on the finish and they reacted to near falls, and that's the real key. I wish Saturday morning wrestling was still a thing. Yeah. Should we bring that, it back? That died over 20 years ago. Like, the last company to do that was, like, WCW in, like, 1999 worldwide. If, if Rampage moved to Saturdays, would we make the late night grin a Saturday morning show? <laughs> Dude. I don't... Put Dark on TV. Put it on, like, fucking... I don't know. Put it on, like, uh, put it on TBS at, like, Nickelodeon or some shit, bro. Get some kids' channel. What's the, what, what do they have under their umbrella, Turner? They have a kids' channel? Or Warner, or whatever the fuck they're called. People now. in the chat, do they, have a, do they have a kids' channel on Turner? Because Nickelodeon is, like, Viacom CBS, right? Yes, it's CBS. Yeah. Because I remember we talked about it before on here. Like I was talking with the chat, and we that was our, our in. We was like, you know, you could get on Paramount Plus. You could. Mm. We had this whole. We had a whole thing. Okay, Turner's. Yeah, there we go. Cartoon Network. So, pop. <clears throat> Oracle, there are minis. Oracle minis have just appeared on MLW Fusion. A recap of minis have appeared. What? There are minis on MLW Fusion. This may not be an actual match, but there is there is sign of hope here. For MLW no, Fusion. It would, it, would, it would have to be on TBS because Cartoon Network would have to have cartoons. But cartoon would rule, though, to be fair. Uh, what? Can you imagine an AEW cartoon, how fun that would be? God, but they're like. <laughs> what was it? Camp WWE or hell it was? Remember that? Yeah. Did you ever watch that show? That show was like yeah. not for kids. Yeah, that was like a yeah, like Ric Flair just robing and stuff. I'm like, that was their take on like a Family Guy, right? Was I think what they yeah. were going for? Yeah. I have breaking news: Gino Medina has been bonus by Cesar Duran. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Cesar Duran is the. Remember the guy who used to be the head of Lucha Underground? What was his name then? Remember the guy who was like the head honcho in Lucha? He was like the on on screen. He's an yeah, actor. He was like the villain. Yeah, he, they brought him into MLW with a different name, and he's like doing the same thing with bad production. Fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Mads Kruger is cutting a spooky promo. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. God, I, I used to watch that all the time. My brother and I put that on. It was Space Ghost Coast to Coast. There and you then go. Some, uh, some channel Zorro used to come on late at night. We'd watch Zorro for a little bit. Slam City was a kid's show WWE had. There it is. Slam City was, yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah. WWE was like for like. Yeah, that was on the network, right? Yeah. It's interesting, man. I I wish WWE was good. And by good, I mean like not painfully boring. Like just like right. vaguely interesting. Like you and I could get so much more content out of the week <laughs> if it was, you know. Right. Like I do fed there with Bobby and I, I'm so glad we did because it gives Bob a chance to whatever like, like it's just so not interesting like all of it's boring you know it's just you know they're setting up like yeah, Bob's like yeah they're going to bring back the demon probably it's like great 
fucking awesome. Demon's coming back, you know? Who could possibly care? The Fed, man. Good God. Sad. It's just... It's very upsetting for me. Hmm. Yeah. It's upsetting. I think I think I think we'll go two flat, Joe. How about that? That's fine. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah, it's fine. Um that's upsetting. It's just I don't know, like I don't know. Sometimes I'm speechless with them. It's just hmm. I just I have I think to, I have really really memories of watching, you know, part of it was that they were the only people, person, people in town, but they were legitimately had a lot of really cool stuff, man. Like, yeah, it's just. Wrestling could be so exciting if like they were just trying, you know, and you'd have them both back and forth. Because like, AEW, like sometimes you have your frustrations and I have mine, but like, I don't think any of us could accuse them of not trying. Right. right. Like WWE is just so like, they're just, Phoning it in. This is Ben asks. Is Oracle side for any of the Mania matches? I mean, oh, I pulled a Bobby there. Um, but uh, what does Bob leave it? Does he say yeah, no, or no, yeah? What does he go? He's like, yeah, yeah no. He does no. that, right? Yeah, no. Owned. <laughs> um. <laughs> Bianca and Becky, kind of. Um, Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville will be a fun spectacle, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll make sure to get Bix on the on on the on the call to make sure that Knoxville's trained properly. <laughs> CT scan stuff looks good. Yeah. State Athletic Commission's up to date on its. Did you listen to Regal on Jericho's pod? No. Dude, it's fucking insane. Like, that dude's... He says that he broke his neck in 1993 and just wrestled the whole time with a broken neck. And he's like... They did his scan, and they go to him like, "Are you? can you, can you move? Your leg's okay? And he's like, yeah, I do a bridge every day. <laughs> like, Regal just knows selling a broken neck for 20 years as a pop. <laughs> it's that insane. And, like, in the yeah. middle of all of it, he goes... Yeah, and then I fell down, and I'm actually 40% blind in my left eye. And it's like a just throwaway story, and he goes back to his neck. Poor dude's been through it, man. God bless him. Tough Fuck motherfucker, him. though. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, he's a legend. Like, genuine. I said it earlier, and I, I think the same too. Like, great wrestler. He's already great as a manager. All-time great authority figure for NXT, I thought. Mm. Legendary coach, scout, great commentator. Jesus, man, you know, <laughs> dude can do everything. Yeah, he was just—I don't know. There's a there. There are these strange people that appear, Brits even, that will Not claim me. that 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 Lord Regal can't work or has no good matches. So, yes, I have to because this is my—he's a friend of mine. We're not like tight, but I follow him. And he's you know he's someone that I pop for, and he pops for me a little bit. His take is that compared to his reputation, Regal's output of great matches is slim. And I am very much confident and certain that 
he now hits this note more regularly because of the way people reacted the one time he said it where people lost their fucking minds. So I think he's trying well, a little bit and having fun. Uh, I'd just like to say, tell your friend that I'm sorry that he subjects himself to the great match theory and it's very unfortunate that he thinks that way fair. in terms That's of wrestling. Um, Not a big Kenny Omega guy that makes you feel better about it. Eh, that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, Regal is more about, I don't know, it's Regal's a, a small, his, his style of wrestling is just, I just, to me, like, he has like probably 15 or 20 matches on WCWC shows that I would call great. Yeah. Great I, details. This, I, I, too, right? this guy probably wouldn't call them that at all. Right. And that's, I'm, not even, I'm not even like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just. I will say, in fairness to Regal too, if you look even at the end of his, you know, the stuff with Mox and the stuff with uh, the match with Claudio or or Hero, mm-hmm. they that's proof that like, if given opportunity, he could also have the traditionally great matches. Also, you know, he's not mm-hmm. like a guy who never, you know, he had those matches. He just didn't, you know, the time he was in WWF, he wasn't getting twenty five minutes on pay per view. Then it was like his role was his role, and he maximized it. Right. Yeah, I'm a big Regal guy. Oh, I, I mean, I'm. Yeah, Regal's Regal's my guy. Like, yeah. um, all time. I mean, like, and the Zabisco matches are incredible. Yeah, ninety four. I love the arm match too. You know, I've talked about. Yeah, the, the arm match is great, which is really polarizing, yeah. right? Dave gave it a dud, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but you know, people are just. You know. Yeah, it's interesting. He would never give that a dud to that. You know that, right? Like, it takes a lot to get a dud out of Dave. You have to, like, go out there and just fucking just die. It's interesting. I, don't know. I, I love that match. I know it's kind of slow moving, but you know the bit where, um, because Regal has his leg taped, right? Mm-hmm. And they do like the build to, to Arn going after that leg. And when he does it, the place fucking pops for him going after an injured leg. That's peak pro wrestling, bro. Like, that's tremendous. That's training the audience to pay attention to detail, you know? Great stuff. A little teaser for next week. I watched February 12th Nitro when Arn pin Hogan. Arn's so good in that match. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a little detail, like the part where he like stalls and he tries to and he tries to bring Hogan in. He's like stalling backwards outside the ring. He tries to bring him to in, and then he ends up getting catapulted into the ring post. I I said to you a couple uh, a couple months ago in in like historical oracle time, I was like, this little stretch is really fun as an arm fan because he becomes like a featured TV match guy, but not in the way we're used to of TV title defense, like. Against tippy top guys, like he works savage, right? They did the tag match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the story I think Kevin Sullivan tells is that that was Hogan's way of like throwing a bone to the locker room, like I'll do business. Well, yeah, which it was, it was kind of a reaction to the te- to the billionaire Ted skits too. Correct. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is that? Which, is which rules? Yep. Yeah. And then he was like, "Well, let me tell you something, dudes. I'll uh, put you over." The way that he does it makes it even funnier that it's made he made such a big deal out of it. Like yeah. I get it's a big deal, like really, you know. <laughs> Although Flair beat him, I feel like Flair's win felt more clean than Arn's. Yes. Even though it was still 
the the the. It felt a lot more, yeah. The Arn win is like well, but I, I, I hold it smart enough to know that Flair is higher than Arn, so he figured. Factual. Killer Flair Cross is currently getting a vignette, Oracle. What? Killer Cross is getting a vignette here, Oracle. Oh no! Next week. It's going to be on next week. Oh, great. Any gut feelings on what Claudio will do? I honestly think there's a good chance he goes back. I know. Look, I would love him in AEW. When there's silence on what a guy is going to do, I've experienced that before with another guy that I enjoy very much. <laughs> he went back, <laughs> and my guess is that Claudio is going to just wait it out and then renegotiate. That's but my guess. His I name don't start with Sam. Yeah. Happy birthday to him, by the way. Because oh, if really you remember, be like fifty six now. <laughs> I remember when he got cut the first time. There was no rumor whatsoever about what he was going to do. And like in hindsight, that makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. So that was a, that was an unnecessary shot at the great Samoa Joe. Yeah. That's not fair. It's He's fine. like what 43, 44? He's forty three. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what he does. I saw someone sent me a thing. Sean was like, Sean kind of hinted at his involvement in Ring of Honor potentially. Mm-hmm. And I really do think there's something to that, like. As much as it's like him in AEW is fun, it's kind of redundant. Like him being the kind of guy that tells the old school Ring of Honor fans they can come back, you know? Right. But it'd be cool. He could be like the, the promotional legend. He could do some announcing. He could be like an authority figure. And then eventually, I've pitched this before, Oracle, but I have this vision of like Joe in the ring in Ring of Honor. And you make it very clear if he's frowies. Like he's had concussions. His gas tank ain't where it used to be. And he kind of survives and he climbs the rankings. And then you get to him and Gresham. And the description I use, which may or may not pop your record, did not pop Jay Shell any. She got very confused. Like mid-90s George Foreman, when he's like really fucking old and kind of washed, but he has that right hand, right? Could you imagine doing, mm. like if you told this story of Gresham, he could do it. Joe has like 10 minutes where he needs to knock out Jonathan Gresham and reclaim the ring of honor title. If it goes past that, he's fucked. You know, he's wrestling a machine. Jonathan Gresham's, he can go 60. Joe can't do that anymore. And like getting that over that story in front of the people and telling them, training them to realize Joe's a knockout artist, but he's not what he used to be. I think it could be fucking great pro wrestling. I really believe that. Now, we get five stars now, probably get like three and a quarter. That's not what you're trying to do. You're trying to tell a story, right? Like, I just think it could be compelling because especially because Gresh is so small by comparison. Like, I don't know. It would pop me personally, but. Just yeah, that, that that sounds good. That sounds good. You should you should book wrestling. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Seeing some of the guys that do it, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Namely, one Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. Um. Remember, remember when I accidentally called Bruce Pritchard Bruce Mitchell, and it was even funnier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, oops. Yeah, it ruled. Fucking rules. Next week, Stairway to Hell. Jacob Fatu and Mads Kruger. Okay. On that wonderful note, let's start winding down here. Oracle, any final words? Last time I asked you that question, you threatened to fight people. I assume it'll be a different tone this time. No, not tonight. Okay. Not tonight. Okay, good. <laughs> Is that no final comments then? Uh, I just, thinking about Arn Anderson and the fact that like he was like this like, he looked like, I don't know, a dad who worked an office job. Mm-hmm. 
and then like he projected himself so well, carried himself so well, and he would cut these promos and he believed every word he said. Yep. And like he fucking did cool shit in the ring and like stooged and like was he's smart. your go on the mic, right? You've said this before. He's oh, your yeah. greatest ever. Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, I mean, look at the dude. Yeah, the dude looks like he—he—he he looks like a '80s '90s dad, especially with the glasses. Yeah. My favorite thing about Arn, like obviously he's a heel, right? You don't have mm-hmm. Arn, but I really love when Arn's a babyface and his gimmick is just that the people respect him, and he comes out and throws at the four and they just fucking pop because it's Arn Anderson. They remember, you know, like I yeah. love stuff like that, like. That match with Regal is a good example of it. He's a babyface in that match, and his character is, you remember me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking on Anderson. They just, they love him. They respect him, you know? It's just, he's, oh, man. And, like, he's just, his promos are just yeah, chilling at times. Mm-hmm. And also just, he's just incredible. Yeah, fucking rolls. And I've said this to you before, but I think, and I know you disagree, which is fine because it's, you know, close. But I honestly think for the first run of the Horseman, I think he's like the lesser promo in the group. You get, you know, when you get the next decade, he becomes, to me, he improves as a promo. He's great in the mid-80s, but he gets better. Right. You look at the original Horseman, Oli, Rick, Tully, Arn. It's like, fuck, they're all great promos. Oli is an all-time great promo. Oh, talk about you know? chilling. Yeah, chilling. Yeah, exactly. Like he, um, he was scary and like real quick, I know it's kind of the last little topic good. we're doing, but Jake's promos in ninety one, ninety two, yeah. fucking terrifying, dude. Yeah. Like with the Savage really, feud and Taker feud. But even you know, you said ninety two at the end with WCW. I wish Sting, yeah. It's such a shame that he has his issues because like at that time he had his issues today because he was actually a really good fit for the promotion they were starting to shape. Because really in was. ring, it was very meat and potatoes, and it was psychology and selling, which he could always, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's a TV match he has with Dustin that I really like on Saturday Excellent. night. Mm-hmm. And obviously the promos, and it's just like, oh, you know, you're watching it, and the run's flying. There's that great, that fucking interview he does with Shivani where he's like, he goes, you know, how many guys used to do a DDT around here? And Tony's like, yeah, you know, Barry Windham on Anderson's like, I'm doing it now. And that is so brilliant because the reality, of course, is no one's going to do the DT when he's there because you don't do that. But in right. storyline, he's basically saying that his DDT is so fucking vicious, no one's even going to try <laughs> to match it. Like, they stopped out of, out of respect for what I do. I'm a killer. It's That's genius, isn't it? Like, using wrestling he's reality. So yeah, oh, he just – he's so – like especially in that savage view, he's like borderline evil. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah. I don't think it's even borderline sometimes. That dude yeah, he's, he's remarkable. It's just, you know, he had a great career, but man, what could have been? Dirty White Boy feud and, and Smoky yes. Mountain's great too. Yeah, he is. That's another one though, where it's like, well fuck, you know, it could have been yeah. <laughs> could have been an yeah. extended run and it well, yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. I'll be back at Five or six PM Eastern time. I need to negotiate with Jay Show whether it's your time or mine on this one because it's very confusing. These time changes for the free agents. We're talking about Jonathan Gresham, the aforementioned Jonathan Gresham, Ring of Honor champ. Um, that will be one of the times I just mentioned. I'll tweet about, it. and then after Rampage, whenever that may be, 
we will do late night grim for a couple of hours, probably, right? Maybe an hour and a half. We shall see. Jay Shell may or may not be there. I think, you know, you and I will be in shoot, probably, right? <laughs> Most likely. Bob said he might be too, but he's a bootlicker, so probably not. Um, a lot of grins to be had. This has been fun. Kind of old school deal, right? We just kind of hopped on and talked shop. We fun. did. We did. Maybe maybe we'll have a, uh, what, what do we call it? Something pop. Unprepared pop. Unprepared. Maybe we'll have a, you know, every once in a while another, yeah. you know, an unprepared pop. The schedule is such we can't do it often, but there's definitely, right. for this plan, in a lot of ways, and I love doing the, the singular shows, but like, in a lot of ways, this is the sort of show this platform really took shape around, right? Just us hopping on, but let's talk wrestling. It's, yeah, it's fun sometimes. Um, okay, folks, this has been fun. I'll see you all tomorrow for many shows. Oracle will too for the late night grin. And in the meantime, enjoy this outro. Take us away, Bobby. <laughs>